You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Good morning and welcome into STB Sports Take, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham, coming to you live. Well, actually, technically, this will be recorded and then posted, but it's live right now as I'm recording it. And I am in my car, driving to work. Uh, Did not post very much last week. My apologies. Um, But some big stuff happened. And I had to get on today because, and I have been sick, when I get a cold sometimes, and I think I get colds like six times a year, by the way. So if anybody has any... I think it's due to lack of sleep. That's my theory. Um, if you have any remedies for me to not get cold so frequently, let me know. But yeah, I got a pretty bad cold. And when I have a bad cold, I tend to try and sleep in. And plus, my voice uh, you know, isn't really there. And it's not as fun to do the podcast. So that's why I only posted once or twice last week. But anyway, tonight we have the College Football National Championship game. And I'm going to go on record now saying that I believe Alabama will win. And I do not, that does not change my mind on my strong belief that they should not have even been in the playoffs. Because the whole point of my argument is not and never was that Alabama isn't good enough to win the national championship. It's that when there's a limited number of spots, you have to give it to the team's that have earned it, that deserve it the most, because there's more than just four teams that have a chance to win the national championship. UCF could have won a national championship this year. They proved that by beating Auburn, who beat both the teams that are in the national championship. Ohio State had a chance to win a national championship this year. They proved that by destroying USC and winning the Big Ten, the toughest conference in all of college football. So there's at least two other teams that were left out. Auburn, I mean, Auburn did end up losing four games, but, you know, Auburn beat both the teams that are currently in the national championship, so they had a beef. Um, Wisconsin is another team that had a chance. They went undefeated. Their only loss was to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. They had a chance to win a national championship game. So an 18 playoff is needed, and I don't care at all if Alabama wins it tonight. That does not prove to me, and it should not prove to anyone, that the committee got it right by selecting them because there are several other teams that didn't even get the chance to play for the national championship that could have won it, that were good enough that they could have won it. And the argument is, and always will be, that when there's a limited number of spots and there's more teams that could win the national championship than are allowed to play for that chance, then you have to then just default to give it to the teams that earned it the most. And conference champions is a huge part of that, in my opinion especially when one of them is out of the Big Ten, who was clearly the best conference in the country this year, and that was proved even more so uh, during bowl season when they went 7-1, and one, their only loss being Michigan uh, to South Carolina, which was a close game. So anyway, game tonight, uh, Alabama and Georgia. I think Alabama takes it. Uh, I want to talk about the NFL playoffs too. I went 3-4 for four on wildcard weekend. I was getting lit up by some of you saying when I said that uh, I was very adamant saying that the Falcons would beat the Rams, and I was right. Man, that feels good to be right. I was wrong about the Chiefs. What an epic meltdown that was for the Kansas City Chiefs. Holy cow. It kind of mirrored their season. They just, they were red hot coming out of the gates, 
and then they just stumbled and fell. And and although in the regular season they made a great comeback and got into the playoffs, won the division, and that did not happen in this game. Travis Kelsey went down, and that was the difference maker. That proved to be the difference for the Chiefs. Uh, without Travis Kelsey, they couldn't move the ball, did not score in the second half. Really an epic, epic meltdown by the Kansas City Chiefs. That's twice they've done that now in the first round at home in the playoffs in the last four years, blown a massive lead. Um, you got to wonder if Andy Reid and Alex Smith will be there next year. I think they should be. I think they're. I think Andy Reid's a you know top. I'd say he's a top ten coach uh, in the NFL, probably around the ten mark. And Alex Smith. I think Alex Smith is better than most people do. You know, I get that he's not, you know, he's labeled as the game manager. He's not a game changer per se. But to me, like, a guy keeps getting to the playoffs. You know, that there's something to be said about that for both uh, Alex Smith and Andy Reid. And I think Alex Smith is a starter in this league still for sure. Uh, we'll just see if it's with the Chiefs or not. Um, but now it gets interesting because now the Falcons, the Falcons are going to go to Philadelphia. They're going to beat the Eagles. They are. The Falcons are playing really well right now. The Eagles don't have Carson Wentz. They didn't look good their last, you know, five or six quarters of regular season play. And the Falcons are the more experienced team. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They had the epic meltdown themselves. I think they've got a chip on their shoulder and they're they're kind of playing at a high level right now. And so my thoughts, my belief is that the Falcons are going to go and win that game in Philadelphia. The really interesting one to me, well, they're really, they both are actually, um, in the NFC, fantastic matchups. Cannot wait for this next week with these matchups because the Saints now, they beat the Panthers yesterday for the third time this season. They now have to go to Minnesota and play the Vikings. The Vikings, of course, had the bye week and they're one of the hottest teams in football, but yet no, no one really believes in Case Keenum. And for me, I've said, time and time again on this podcast, that when it comes to playoff time, the things that I value most are solid quarterback play and experience. Because you see it time and time again when teams are inexperienced, come playoff time, their talent seems to just shrink away. And that's exactly what we saw happen yesterday with the Rams, a rookie head coach, a young quarterback, a young running back, and they lost to the Falcons, the more experienced team, a team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Things change dramatically. That's why the Cavs can be the number two seed going into the playoffs, and everybody knows they're going to beat the Celtics in a seven-game series. Like, it's not even a question in anyone's mind outside of people in Boston because things change in the playoffs. So I'm giving the Saints the edge. Um, to me, the Saints, they have a far-improved defense from what they've had in years past. They have one of the best offensive minds in the game in Sean Payton as the head coach. They've got one of the best quarterbacks playing at the top of his game, even though he's older right now, in Drew Brees. And they had the best running back duo in all of football with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. So even though those guys didn't have very big games yesterday, but to me, the Saints should be the favorite in that game. I think the Vikings will be favored, especially with it being a home game and coming off of a bye week. But in my opinion, the Saints are the better team, especially now the playoffs. And I'm going to give the Saints the edge. So I think we're going to end up seeing a Saints-Falcons NFC Championship game, which is what I predicted a week ago, two weeks ago. 
And in the AFC, I mean, come on. Is anybody really thinking, really wondering who's going to win those games? The Jags and Bills game. Did you guys watch that game? That was a really pathetic showing by both teams. Blake Bortles ran for more yards than he passed for. So, uh, yeah, the Jags looked bad. And the the blueprint is out. The Bills are just bad enough that they couldn't it, it didn't matter how much they stopped Leonard Fournette. They couldn't capitalize and score any points. But <clears throat> the blueprint is out and that is stack the box, stop Leonard Fournette and dare Blake Bortles to beat you because he can't. Which I feel bad saying because he's a good kid who's actually had a good season. But I mean, he threw for, what, 87 yards yesterday? 83 yards? I think it was 83. You stack the box. You put nine guys. Just load that box to stop Leonard Fournette. Don't let Leonard Fournette get going. Just hold him to two yards per carry like the Bills did yesterday and see what Blake Bortles can do. And the answer is he'll get you maybe 100 yards if he's lucky. So the, Patri- or the Steelers are going to... Um, or excuse me, the Patriots are going to really, really thwart that. They're going, I mean, there's, they're going to take huge advantage of the weaknesses. They always do that. They can take out your best guy and make you beat them in other ways. And I would expect to see Leonard Fournette do very, very little against the Patriots. And we'll see if, if Blake Bortles can. And I think the answer is that he can't. So to me, the Patriots win easy. I think they're going to win by two scores. Um, and, you know what? I got that wrong. The Steelers are going to have to do that. I knew I was getting that wrong as I was saying it. The Steelers are going to do that. Um, I don't think the Steelers are going to win by two scores against the Jags. I still think that the, the blueprint is out. and they'll, they'll stack the boxes with the same thing the Bills did, make Blake Bortles beat them. But I did get that wrong. The Steelers play the Jags, and the Titans, um, who beat the Chiefs, they play the, the Patriots. And, yeah, that one won't even be close. The the Titans were for sure the worst team in the playoffs. I still believe that even though they beat the Chiefs uh, in Kansas City. I mean, the the Chiefs really beat themselves down the stretch there. That was a pathetic game in the second half. But there's no question that the Patriots will beat the Titans at home. I think they probably win by two scores. So we're going to have Patriots and Steelers in the AFC, which we all expected. And the NFC is much more interesting. A lot of people thought the Eagles. A lot of people thought the Rams. Well, I think both those teams are going to lose to the Falcons. One of them already did. I think we're going to have Saints and Falcons. Could be the Vikings, but I'm thinking the Saints. Um, Want to know what your predictions are? Hit me up on Twitter, at Sean Bingham, S-E-A-N-B-I-N-G-H-A-M. I'm trying to think what other things I want to cover today as I pull into work. Um, I will try and post more. Thank you for everybody who listens. Share this. You know, Spread the word. Spread the love. We love seeing uh, you know, more and more listens come in. It's a lot of fun for me. Even if you want to fight with me on Twitter, I love the friendly banter. So if you think, you know, that I'm wrong about the college football playoffs, let me know. If you think my predictions suck, let me know. It's kind of fun. And I can be wrong. I thought the Chiefs would win, and they didn't. You know, I I admit when I'm wrong. Um, In the NBA, is there anything interesting to talk about? Uh, Cavs and Timberwolves tonight. That's right during the national championship game. That's kind of interesting. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo has been playing really well. I think he's an MVP candidate. LeBron should win it. Really interested to see how they the Cavs do with IT now that he's getting more and more healthy. He's played really well in the games he's he's got minutes. Um, he could be the difference maker. I would love to see the Cavs beat the Warriors in the playoffs. Man, that would be fun. You know, one thing real quick, just 
speaking of NBA, speaking of LeBron James, LeVar Ball is just on another level now. His boys are in Lithuania, and he's still managing to blab his mouth nonstop about the NBA, about Lonzo, about the Lakers. And now he's gone as far as challenging LeBron, saying the only way LeBron can be better than Michael is if he goes to Los Angeles and wins a title with the Lakers so that he can say he won titles with three different teams every team he went to. I mean, now this guy is a marketing genius, if we're being completely honest. Uh, He probably doesn't have very many friends, very many true friends, I would imagine, just because his personality is such. But what, what a character this guy is, and what a bold statement that was to make. And I... I'd be lying if I didn't admit that I think it probably could work. Like, to me, that's the type of statement that could get LeBron to think. Because LeBron clearly wants to be better than MJ. And he knows right now that in the public eye, he clearly is not. There are far more MJ supporters than there are LeBron supporters, especially among those that are really respected. And so something like this, some sort of unique twist like this, like, oh, I won won four titles with three different teams, you know, that could be kind of an interesting twist. Uh, If the Cavs win it this year, I think he finds a way to stay in uh, Cleveland and attract more guys to him. And maybe IT could be that guy. Um, But he's worse than Kyrie. So it's hard to believe that could be the case, but they do have D Wade and Corver and some guys, but it'll be interesting. But LeVar just staying true to form, keeps going, never stops. And, he needs to because to me he's just a nuisance and he's ruining the reputation of his sons and it's too bad because his sons seem like pretty good normal kids and they're just kind of doing what their dad says especially when I see uh, Lamelo and he's like what 16 years old playing over there in Lithuania might not even be getting paid from what we hear from ESPN reports the kid was pulled out of high school ah it just it kind of makes me sad like sure it's a cool experience for him but it kind of makes me sad he should have gone. The normal route should have dominated his next year in high school, should have then gone and dominated in college and tried to get into the league that way. But now who knows what's going to happen to him. It's almost like they're, they're just like this sideshow now. It's, it's, they're not really respected. So anyway, that's all the time I have for today. Exciting game tonight. And yeah, hit me up on Twitter at Sean Bingham. That is all for today. I am out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. You're the